Hi, everyone, and welcome to Viva La Flora Live podcast, where we bring you the art and business of flowers. Stay tuned. All right. So, okay, Holly. Hey, guys, I hope you're still with us. So what I wanted to say is that we had to break this interview up into two parts. So thank you for listening to part one. Um, so the next episode is ready for you. So just dive right into the part two if you're ready to go or if you want to come back to it, that's okay too. What I wanted to say is that we sat there and talked for hours actually as we we're interviewing um, and we didn't even realize that um, memory card was full <laughs> and we were still continuing um, recording the, um, the, the interview and, and, and the episode. So, um, so which is why it actually ended up being a two-part episode for you guys. But um, that being said, I hope you really enjoyed it. Please share, leave us a review and tune in for the next one aiming for mm-hmm. their wedding to look like and they have no realization of how much it's going to cost so the so the bar is really really it's been it's been escalated to a, a new and crazy level uh, I agree um, and I think part of it is us as designers you know I mean I, th- I feel like we inadvertently have created that that expectation sure um, I think it is at the same time our job to educate these clients right because they don't know. I mean, they, they, they don't know what they don't know. You know, it's it's important for us to educate them. And, you know, you mentioned something about price cutting. I don't think price cutting actually is helping anybody in the industry. You know, it may get you the wedding, right, that one wedding. But as a big picture thing, I think that's actually hurting the industry. I would say it's a race to the bottom. Yeah, it, it, it is. I agree, 100%. I mean, I definitely see that. Um, I mean, I'm a studio designer myself, you know, so yes, my overhead was a lot lower, right, compared to somebody who's operating a brick-and-mortar shop, for example, would be. So we can't quite compare at the same time than what I pay to buy the product, what they would pay to buy the product. I mean, they buy in volume, which then they pay less. So at the end of the day, if you summarize it all up, it is the same thing. I've never there considered should be it being less, like being home based would make it less. I've depends depends how it's done. Yeah, I've know. always figured the margin was the same and should and, be. And I was just about to say that, but regardless of what scenario you're in, the margin should be the same, right? Um, I mean, there, there's got to be at least some sort of a standard. And I know you did a paper industry standard. Oh uh, yeah, standards of the industry. Correct, and you've shared that, mm-hmm. and um, we can put the link in the show notes for the listeners sure, to I'm that sure yes we can figure that out. um but i thought that was amazing i think that's important that though. was hard to write i mean oh i'm sure like who am i to say you know to put those thoughts out there but it is a, it is an issue there has there's not really any guidelines we're all no. just kind of winging it yep and i agree i, I want to i, I want to also say because i I have certainly made mistakes where I have events where I did not make the margin I was supposed to. Right. And that's going to happen to everyone. And I, I by no means am perfect. But when you make those mistakes, you better darn sight, catalog it, write it, change your terms, 
and prepare for the future. Mm-hmm. And you cannot do it weekend after weekend after weekend because you, it, it, it's not only will you only destroy your own business and probably your relationships with all of your family, but again, it gets back to the profession at, at large. And I know myself this year has been really complicated because, you know, we set the price and we believe that we are on margin and then and then somewhere down the road new expectations for a project that's already been priced or revealed or mm. new requirements for labor or timing are revealed and all of that changes the margins and makes it really complicated mm-hmm. we're going to look very seriously at our terms this year. I know the last three weeks um, have been so grueling for our company that we are actually going to create new terms just to protect us. Every every circumstance, every single weekend has to be evaluated mm-hmm. and you have to look at your books and your numbers and decide, well, this went wrong here, here, and here. Correct. So let's protect ourselves from that in the future so that, again, so that we're always evolving and growing. Well, whether it went wrong or right, I feel like evaluating regardless That's true. is important. I feel like even when it goes right, you should probably evaluate, right? And it I'm sure you do. Um, I mean, just in general for listeners um, to know what is it that you did that things go right. So you can true. actually reproduce the same thing, same result again. If you didn't know what happened and it was by luck, then you're not going to be able to reproduce it again. Totally true (laughs) I always tend to think about I always write all the failures down but we should be cataloging the successes I think so too I think I think so too actually I think I think you know I it's a new development for me I'm starting to do this (laughs) you know but um it's hard because when things go right you don't you don't stop and think we knew you know just keep going one of the things that will help with it too is a lot of the softwares now mm-hmm. um, will show us like a recipe that's really juicy and sexy and the margin was really good. So you're able to save those recipes. So mm-hmm. I need to make a point of that on the weekends when the numbers are really good to catalog those and save those for the future so that's that you can thought. do a little bit of step and repeat. That's the hardest thing about our profession. I remember years ago, um, a photographer friend saying to me, well, I just don't know why you don't have um, packages. Because she said, we have packages and we can just turn our contracts out over and over again. And I said, lucky you, I don't think the peony bride is going to ap- appreciate getting the red rose contract. Like every week it has to be customized and it's so much harder for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. So these softwares that, um, one of which is Bloom Track and mm-hmm. another one is Details Flowers. Which one do you use? I I am currently Bloom Track. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, I really have been very happy with that. Details Flowers is another software that a lot of the members of our chapel heard, designers yeah. look um, are using as well. And I'm actually looking at both of these now and reevaluating the situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, I, again, always evolving, always changing. I think both of them allow you that possibility to save. So mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult thing, you know, all of those softwares too, learning. You can't just be a really good designer. You have to be really, really good on the computer as well. 
And that is, that's another facet of this that I think a lot of people don't think about mm-hmm. or marketing and, you know, doing social media. You yeah. think, oh, like I learned how to make this arrangement. I'm in. <laughs> like, no, it's not like that. It's like 80-20, 20 design, <laughs> yes. 80 logistics and business and it, marketing and everything else. It really is. Yeah. I, it's I not think, all design. I think um, the amount of time I spend on the computer is appalling. Yeah. Like, Again, why I was saying I really want to get out into the garden more. I yeah. I did not see it going down like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, the earth and the gardens and the flowers and actually designing is why I fell into this profession. And, you know, it is mind-blowing how much other aspects of it there are to deal with. So, Yeah, I... Um... I had to take a hard look at my business two years ago. I had to completely stop weddings for two years, 2018 and 19. I did none. Well, that's a lie. I did one wedding in 2018. It was a friend. I could not say no. Um, but it was the best decision I made. Now, financially and as far as the business side of things, that was not the smart, smartest thing to right, do. Right, right. <laughs> you know? But it was the best decision I made, actually. Um, A, it allowed me to explore and study more um, that I couldn't quite never get my head around timing-wise. Um, B, also kind of made me evaluate the business as a whole and also realize, why did I even start this in the first place? You know? It's, it's really interesting that you say that because you can get so caught up in mm-hmm. the busy Yep. And I I have really had trouble with I evaluate my worth on how much I produce in one weekend. Mm-hmm. And this is ridiculous because I don't have to work 23 hours a day to prove that I'm a good designer anymore. Right. And for the first time in my life, like I think about a month ago, we said we were booked, we're done, we are sold out for the year. Mm-hmm. And the amount of peace that that brought to me, because I keep doing more and more and more and more to just, I, it's also need-based. I mean, when you have seven children, you could always use more money. Of course. But... I really, I've got to stop it. And, yeah. you know, um, Amy McGee, who mm-hmm. is our, the person who manages Chapel Designers, um, Botanical Bruja, and Sue from Passion Flower mm-hmm. Sue, both have always said to me, I just wish you could stop long enough to study or think about your business or decide what direction you want to go right. in. Right. I, I can't breathe because I'm always ready to go and produce the next to event. To do the next thing. And, yep. you know, now it is mid-June. Um, mm-hmm. This is a wonderful place to be because in the beginning of the year, you have all of those weddings to produce and right. none of them are behind you. And so it's almost like, you really, it's like an elephant standing on your chest because none of them are done. So now we're you know, in the middle of June, and many of them are behind me. They're successfully completed. Mm-hmm. 
and I have half as much to fear ahead of me because I only have to get through the end of <laughs> the this other year. half of the year. <laughs> and I am really looking at next year and and trying to decide, like, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? And and can I let go of just you know? claiming my worth because I did five weddings this weekend. Right. This is going to be a whole new way of thinking for me. Um, but I need to do it. I, I need yeah. to pick and choose the events that I'm going to be on, produce the kind of work that I want to do, and have faith that I'm being called in another direction. And this is going to be a really big change, and it's going to take a big leap of fear, a, a big leap of faith, and I'm going to have to let go of the fear and I'm going to have to stop long enough to reevaluate, which is what you did with your business. And yeah. I, I've got to find the courage to do it because I, I do, there are other things that I want and mm -hmm. other places that I want to go. So what happens in the future will be really interesting with this, with this company. We'll see where we're headed. So, yeah, I think, um, I think that would actually push you to the next level beyond belief, believe it or not. Sometimes, I mean, who am I to say these things? But sometimes slowing down so you can speed back up again is a really good thing to do. Yeah. I love that, but we won't tell my family that's the goal so I can slow down to speed just back up. Just tell them up. that we're just slowing we're just down. We're just slowing down. I mean, well, everyone speed up around in a different me way, right? really wants me to slow down. Yeah. You know, the, the teaching... Um, is really what I, I just love it and then you know this farm is just sitting here waiting for people to come it's so I we came in today there's no one here no one lives here it's waiting for the flower people it's waiting for them to come back and I want to see the farm used more um, we have three barns on the property one of mm -hmm. all of them you know are not temperature controlled which has been really a struggle because we're only right. teaching when we think the weather is going to be good so the third barn which i'll take you up and show you i cannot uh, wait to see has um we've just gotten heating and air conditioning and that's it, which a new one that you're starting one, that's right which means we'll have a facility that we can teach year round so that's that would huge. be fantastic uh, and and we want to do more like retreats and more just like flower kind of therapy or more business conferences mm -hmm. in all facets so we'll be able to do that here and then the online teaching which uh, has been a really big blessing Evan and I sat down and pretty much told our whole 27 year history of of everything that we did to make the business a success and we launched the class just for one week this spring and the reason it the reason it's not open all the time is we have to be able to answer qu maintain. question maintain it yes, yes. it is um, it is a crazy experience to open an online course because it's all hands on deck because people are purchasing and they don't know how to sign in right, or they right. have, you know, questions and they, they didn't understand something and they need us to be available. So mm -hmm. we did, um, did that this spring and we've gotten rave reviews and people were blown away by how much knowledge was, you know, included in it and we'll launch it again this fall. But I was going to ask you when the next one is we're very going, nice. We're definitely going to do it again this fall. I think we're looking at possibly October. Okay. But um, that is, 
you know, the way that I can help people in the future. And I really, I am so grateful we did it. And there was this really crazy, sad kind of fear also that like, you know, what if I, what if I left this earth? What if there was a car accident or something? And I didn't share all of that knowledge. It's been recorded and there's peace knowing that it's done and it's saved forever. And, um, I really, the, the fact that it is helping so many people and that the people that did sign up for it are so pleased with what the, what they were given. I mean, some mm-hmm. people told us, you just gave away the whole farm, like literally all of that for just this one course. And, but it, it felt really good to document it and share it. Mm-hmm. So these are the things that, like that I'm really excited to be working on in the future. Now I'll never stop doing weddings because I feel like that's part of me being relevant, you know, is being of in the course. trenches and being able to commiserate and and help create trend and move the industry forward, you know, staying involved in it mm-hmm. is what I think really makes me a good teacher. I I don't see myself ever leaving. I just have to let myself not, you know, have some time off so that I can think and breathe. I need family time. I need flower time. I need... You need you need I don't you need have to you do, time. <laughs> I do not. Years ago, we were doing 170 weddings. Oh my god! A year. <laughs> That's insane. We're yes. still probably at the 70, 80 mark, and I am the designer that meets with every client. I'm the designer that writes every contract. I write every recipe, mm-hmm. and then you know I'm managing what is happening in the studio. Now we have a very small team. It's very small. We have myself an admin a lead designer and then amy who runs chapel designers mm-hmm. and evan who runs the farm so there's really just five of us and then you hire freelancers and then for the freelancers the come in so we have an organization called chapel designers which mm-hmm. you know about we mm-hmm. that started 10 years ago and the people that freelance for us are typically only chapel designers right. just because I know them and I know that they will hold my brand up the way mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the way that they would their own company. Of course. And so the freelancers come in and they stay here at the farm and they help us do these really big and over the top events. So that that has it's been it's been really interesting working with a smaller team. I'm I'm that was part of the reason why we worked every single weekend too was because you had to keep your designers working every weekend or they would leave. Of course. This mentality of having a smaller team and bringing people in and actually taking a weekend or two off is a real blessing. Now we've gone every single weekend nonstop and somehow um, in July I don't have any weddings. And it's exciting. I am so thrilled about that. That's it is so exciting. It is really exciting. It means I get to go to AIFD. And I'll see you there. Yay. And I'll get to see you inducted. Yes. I get to go help. Um, Gregor is doing That's, a main stage presentation yes. and I'm going to be helping. So I probably won't see anyone at AIFD because if you work with Gregor, you'll be, we'll be working, working, working. <laughs> but, you know, I get to take some time, you know, to 
go off and do that. I'm going to go on family vacation with my kids. That's I'm going to, so exciting. I'll be able to work here on the farm a little bit. I mean, that is so rejuvenating for me that yes. I'll have that time. So that's and then, fantastic. then the fall will be crazy again. So, but that's all but right. I mean, if you do crazy and a little bit of a break and crazy and then breaks in between, I think that makes the crazy not as it, bad because there's a reward at the better. end, right? You know, what would be perfect is if we could, you know, I think the other part of this industry that no one realizes is that you have no control about when the work is going to come. I mean, True. I have True. had several weekends every single year that are like, these mad chaos weekends where you have four or five weddings in one weekend oh my goodness because no work came the weekend before or after and so you take on this work you got to meet the numbers you have to meet the numbers and you so go. you yeah. end up like darn just if i could have just put one of these the weekend before <laughs> or after you know, we would have had like a peaceful year. Right. There is nothing more wonderful than doing one really big, beautiful wedding. Mm -hmm. When you do multiple weddings, you are fracturing your team. You're sending it in multiple directions. Right. And that's really stressful. I mean, as the business owner, you're not just trying to meet the client's expectations and get mm -hmm. the flowers there. You need to make sure that all your designers are safe and that everyone, you know, got to the job okay and didn't have a car accident or fall off of well, a ladder or, yeah. you know, there's just so many people to worry about when you're going off in that many directions. So yeah. it would be great if we could just do one really amazing one every weekend. Yeah, it's a lot of moving parts. But no one has been able to figure out how to spread out the work. So there's no answer for us. I, I keep trying to figure that out for this profession and I can't so yeah. I don't well, think it exists plus we're in an area where seasonality is also a thing you know that's so we true don't, we don't exactly you know we can't really plan that we got to plan around the season that's to a degree, right and that's yes, right I mean it's just well the way it kind of works so we're in the Washington DC right. market Virginia Maryland so pretty much mid-November it all shuts down right and it doesn't come back until the end of April so another yeah. stress for a lot of designers in a seasonal market is you are taking every single thing you can take because you need mm -hmm. to create enough revenue to get through the five the months of the year. winter mm -hmm. so Absolutely. it's it's hard it's a toughie people yeah. don't think about that either when they take on this career oh, I so I agree with you and also if you think about it sustaining a full-time employee in the situation like that I mean that that is hard it's really hard yeah no that's I, why we I went agree. down to just that one lead designer now my lead designer today um, knows how to do the computer nice. she can do the emails she helped us rebuild the website she's been wonderful but um, you know in the past we've had people that were just designers and they weren't willing to help us with the other tasks like right. painting the flower shop or answering emails. And if you don't have somebody, we always have a um, any duty assigned an ADA clause in all of our contracts because there will come weeks where we're literally like we have to pay their paycheck but we don't have any work but, yeah. so what task can we accomplish can mm -hmm. we go through the inventory mm -hmm. categorize it can we you know clean the flower shops paint and you know all that stuff 
we have to do that in order to make it your year-round work. So you it's kind of crazy. You on the business at that yeah. point. Yeah. You have the downtime times when you work on a business, not in the business at that point. It, the other thing that's hard, too, yeah. is like turnover. Like My God, yes. <laughs> my, my lead designer is amazing. She is absolutely wonderful, but I'm going to lose her at the end of the year. She is oh, going. No. She is getting married. Um, okay. She's moving to Scotland. So, gotcha. um, you know, I have to find another lead designer. You... And this young lady has been just wonderful. I mean, I would have her stay forever and ever. Um, and she have big shoes to fill. She she's just been incredible, but she's also been always honest from the very beginning. I'll be here for two years. I'm going to get married. Yes, I want to have my own business someday. You know, some people come to work for you and they don't disclose what their wishes mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. and you invest all this time teaching. And then they tell you it's more work than they realized it was going to be, or you know they are quickly starting their own businesses. It's really hard. I think that's one of the hardest aspects about this career is finding the people to help you. So true. It's really well. Honesty is the best policy, right? It it, it surely is. I mean, look where she ended up. I mean, now she's going to Scotland, and you're a great resource to her, I'm sure, and you're her biggest cheerleader, I'm sure in helping her along where if she wasn't true about it that relationship wouldn't work out the way yeah, it would kind of work abs- out right I so mean I people who come to me and yeah. tell me that they want to have their own business I'm fine with that as long as I know it before they get here it's when right. someone says I'm coming and I'm going to work for you forever and I don't want to have my own business and three right. months later they're like this is too much work I want my own business like okay like, what did you come Cause, for? Because the work's going to get less when they get their Yeah, business? well, that's what some people think. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, boy, you, you really haven't been paying eight attention. You hour, 10-hour days to 24-hour <laughs> days. Yeah, real here. Oh, my gosh. So, wow. I don't know. It's so, crazy. So, Holly, if you went back um, to your young self years and years ago when you were just starting, what, would, what advice would you give yourself? What you wish you knew then? I guess right now, today, on two weeks of lost my mom, um, I would say family time is really important. And I would say I always teach and share I am not the balanced girl. Like, if you come to learn from me, if you see me on social media and you see my big family and you see me producing all of this stuff, you know, it's, I don't have a magic wand. I am not the balanced girl. Um, I get very, very caught up in my career and this profession. And I mean, I, I think that that's the one thing I should have focused on more. I, I really do. You know, having, you know, a good relationship with your spouse and your parents and your children. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have four older children, and then we have an eight-year gap, and we had three more kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my husband always reminds me, like, hey, um, you wanted to have these extra kids with me. <laughs> like, where are you? Like, years ago, I didn't know that my profession could take me to these places. And... You know, these younger children, I haven't spent as much time with them as I did with my older kids. And I don't I don't think it's okay. 
Now, I will say the one thing that's unique about our circumstance, and everyone needs to realize that, is that Evan Chapel is home. So what would you tell your young self if one advice, if you can go back way, 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 way back when you were first starting? <laughs> I would tell myself to slow down and enjoy the journey a little bit more mm -hmm. um, to realize that family is sacred um, this question of course right now is you know mom has just passed away two weeks ago and I'm kind of tortured a little bit with you know was I available enough was I present did I spend enough time with my family um, I'm always, you know, worried about that. And, uh, you know, I have this big family, all these children that um, need me. We have a grandbaby coming. It's so exciting. It is pretty exciting. And, you know, I'm so passionate about what I do and where I want to go. I, I want to go all these places and I don't even know where they are. I just have these ideas and then they come at me and then I'm off like to the races and I think you know I need to caution people to be in search of some type of balance I did not have that and I always share openly with the people that come to study with me mm -hmm. you know I am not I am not your model of balance and if you are watching from the outside looking in and thinking I have some kind of magical answer for, you know, having a big family and having a farm and having a business. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't have that answer. Um, it's been a lot of sacrifice and a lot of things that maybe I shouldn't have put, you know, aside to keep working and doing the things that I do. Now, I, my father, the, our maiden name is Heider, so German. So apparently, Gregor has told me this, that um, Germans are rather stubborn and hardworking. Um, my father was definitely like that. 60, 70 hours a week mm -hmm. is what his employees worked. He probably worked. How many hours are there in a day? <laughs> um, I, I know that 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 drive comes from the way that my mom and dad brought me up. But I mean, it's hard on the people around me. And if you're looking for, I think it would be wise to want to have a successful business, but also have a family life and have balance. And mm -hmm. that if you are watching what I have done, don't think it's been without cost. Um, the, the people that um, I come from, this was normal to them, you know, being in a garden center, daddy mm -hmm, missed, mm -hmm. you know, Mother's Day, missed Easter, you know, he was always out selling plants. This is right. our kind of normal, but it's not regular people's normal. So um, I, one of the things that, you know, is bringing me comfort right now is that my mom, I'm feeling guilty and, you know, even as some shame that I wasn't more present um, because I had a wedding to produce or I had to be, you know, with my students or whatever it was that was going on. My, my mom, you know, 
really understood what I was doing. She knew that I was providing for my family. I would sometimes call her up crying and say, you know, I'm sorry I'm not there. I'm sorry I haven't been with you. And she would say, you know, you're, you're providing for your family and that's what you're supposed to be doing. And she understood that. So that, that gives me a little bit of peace. My children, on the other hand, you know, I do, I, I do worry about them that I'm not there all the time. The one thing that I think balances it out, you know, if you're going to work like I'm working, you know, my husband is home with the children. I would never encourage, you know, to have two people working this crazy and not have somebody with those kids. Somebody has to be with them. And, um, I hope my kids see that, um, you know, that what I'm doing is for them and for their future and for, you know, the legacy that I hope my family, my immediate family will create for the future, just like my mom and dad did, you know. I think, I think they do. I, I hope think, so. I, think they do. I hope so. Definitely work ethic is a big part of our story. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's where we're at. And, you know, everything that we have done here, you know, is a blessing and is a result of what my mom and dad have taught me. You know, my mom really believed in me pursuing this farm and, um, she was able to, you know, meet Gregor and Hitomi and, come to some of the events here Mm -hmm. and see the successes. And even my father saw, met Gregor um, Mm -hmm. just a few weeks before he passed away. Oh, wow. Um, So they, you know, they were all in, you know, support of this dream that we have here and very proud of the things that we had created. So it's been, it's been a crazy um, couple of weeks um, to go through all that loss and to keep producing and, I do know that I had their support and, and their belief. And, you know, we're constantly, um, adding to the farm in memory of the people that have gone on before us. You know, so many of the things that, um, we used at my mother's funeral, you know, an oak leaf hydrangea and three different kinds of viburnum, all of those things will be planted here in the farm. We have a memorial garden for my mom and dad. So, and we'll be harvesting off of those things and using them you know, for many years to come. And that is really special. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I know for sure she was proud of you. I know for sure your children are taking the same work ethic. I met your daughter and she's, she was lovely. And I'm so excited that she actually works at Potomac. And the other thing I want to say is last year at AIFD symposium, when you did your presentation, I inadvertently just ended up, there was one chair open. It was behind your family I sat there. I had no idea who these people were cheering for you until you came on stage and it got revealed that they were your family. But I was pretty much sitting behind your mom and I was crying with them the entire time. (laughs) It was it was very touching and the love that they were trying to express from their seats. I mean, they were just it it was beautiful to see. You know, I begged all of my family to come to symposium. I just, it was really important to me that all of them be there. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, had to take off work and mm-hmm. the picture that we got with my mom and all of my children is the last and only picture I have of my mom with all my kids. So, um, 
with our whole family. So it's just, it's so, that's a special memory that she was there and she saw that. And, you know, to think that mom and dad, just from their time, having a garden center, you know, led me down this path is really crazy. It's hard to believe. Um, They got to witness so much of the journey and I'm, I'm really thankful for that and knowing that she was proud of me. And that she understood why I was working so hard. I'm sure she did. Yep. So. They both did the same thing. I'm yeah, sure they did. they did. I'm sure they so. did. Well, Holly, it was beautiful. And thank you again. I mean, to find that kind of power within you to be able to sit here today, to hang out with me, to talk to me you know, willing to do this and not wanting to reschedule and any of that. I mean, that is the work ethic that you were actually talking about. And um, you're one powerful woman. Just keep doing what you're doing. I was very honored to do this. And yep, that work ethic came from my mom and dad. And I'm sitting right here in this house with you because of them. So that's a big blessing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it was an honor to have you. And thank you very much again. Thank you, sweetheart. It was wonderful. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.